Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello. This week, in amazing news, I've had a full taster menu, a feast made for me by a brilliant former chef, my old friend, um, an actor, uh, king of the dweebs, uh, RPG person. If you know what that means, then you're also a dweeb. Uh, It's Mr. Paul Flannery. Years ago, I was in Paul's show Nightmare Live, based on the 90s kids TV show, and it was so fun. I played Crohn's and not Crohn's the disease, a crone various crones and um, all sorts of other imps and annoying characters. And it was so fun. Anyway, I remember when we were on tour with that, that his cooking was so extraordinary and joyful. He is masterful with food. Um, And if anything, he's even more exciting now on the cooking front. Um, So first of all, though, before we get into it, thank you so much for hearing me. Tell all your loved ones. Heck, just tell all your known ones. Fuck it. Tell everyone about the podcast. We're not cliquey here. We do live shows. Uh, the next ones coming up for Hoovering Lives are at the Podcast Social Club in Thursk on the 23rd of November in the afternoon. Uh, and then we're at the Leicester Festival on the 9th of February in the afternoon. I'm also doing a work in progress stand-up show and a tour show all on the same day. So if you want to come to everything and get absolutely sick of me, you'd be welcome. Just Google the Leicester Comedy Festival and my name and do your worst. Uh, tickets 
tickets to all of these things are, as ever, on my website, jessicafosterq.com, along with tickets to all of my stand-up as well. I'm on tour with my show Hench from the beginning of the new year. I'm at the Soho Theatre in London all through January, and then from the uh, 31st of January, now we've just added an extra date in Bristol. I'm then on tour from the 31st of January until the middle of June, maybe even the end of June. Dates are getting added all of the time. I'm definitely coming somewhere near you. Um, Please come see my show Hench. That would be great. Go to my website, jessicafosterq.com, and then click on my doings doesn't mean my poo-poos it means my gigs also uh, if you've got any spare wedge i am on patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod it's a site where you can swap money for podcast related perks like extra content that's exclusively for you and discount tickets to those live shows right so into the podcast no warnings required this week other than the, the sheer quantity of joyful eating in this episode without doubt the most exciting and lovingly curated food i've had cooked for me on hoovering ever i would say the bar has been seriously raised bitches in fact um paul made me so many knockout all veggie and vegan courses in his mighty menu that he'd put together that i've had to spread this massive massive conversation and meal out over two parts so this week in part one you'll hear us get through our first few courses and um have some excellent chat Uh, but make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you get part two asap it's the midnight they come out between thursdays and fridays uh, and you'll hear part two next week here we go we're in paul's lovely flat in archway north london Okay, it's on. Say something, Paul. Tell me what you had for breakfast. I had a very dull bowl of cereal. Oh, what, what cereal? Uh, Benefit Flakes. What, oh, are they like a healthy flake? Yeah, they're Aldi's K. Oh, are they? Aldi's Special Ketamine. Yeah. Yeah. Benefit <laughs> flakes. Okay. They, um, they stop my rage. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? I don't know. No, I think they probably make it worse with lots of like, sweeteners and shit. They look so processed and dusty. They do, but... But they do taste nice. It's the, it, it, that'll be the sweeteners, won't it? Probably. Mm. Oh, I haven't really checked um, the box. But anyway, here we are. We're at your house, Paul Flannery. And we did um, a show called Nightmare Live together, which I will come up at various times. But you are also... Are, were a chef? Yeah, were. Yeah, for about, okay. on off for about ten years. Wow. While I was doing... Did you train? Comedy. No. Yeah. No. Did you just got... But you're... But you're I, so, because we were in a show... I'm just going to... If you're listening, so... <laughs> we were in a show together years ago now, but it was so fun. It was Paul's show, and it was based on the 90s kids' TV show Nightmare, with a K. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to explain it any more than that. It would be patronising. Um, but yeah, and then we did a tour of it, which I want to talk about as well. But whenever we ate here, we ate in such style that I feel like... I'm surprised you're not trained, but also, did you just work in very swanky places then? Not really, not even that. I was um, doing mostly outdoor catering, so oh, some of the clients we have are quite swanky. Ah. Oh. Like you spend all day making canapes, or you spend all day cooking. How did you yeah. learn it then? Um, well, I, I mean, first of all, I lived on my own since I was about 16. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, yeah. So you only Is get... Is that a sad story or a happy story, or indeed oh, a story you're prepared to share? Uh Partially quite a sad story, but I mean, you know, it's not, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Other people would have made an Edinburgh show about it. Well, you've got ages to do that. It's true, you. yeah, yeah, it's not going anywhere, is it? Well, I'll come back to that later because I want to know about eating growing up, but mm. basically, because so you were living alone from 16, so you taught yourself to cook beautifully. Yeah, because you get bored of beans and rice after like six well, months. Well, some people don't. I think it's yeah. part of an expression of, um, it has to be an element of a risk taker about you, creativity about you. And um, 
I don't know. I, I don't know what else goes into the ingredients of someone that starts experimenting with food, yeah. even in their teens. God, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, but anyway, I just remember being, just remember being bored of, uh, of that it's, and just going, I, I need to learn at least how to make a curry or at least to yeah. do this. And then, and, uh, and then I got to, I'm sorry, about 28. Yeah. And uh, I was, my girlfriend at the time, I was living in Southampton. She was like, I didn't have any of my own friends. And she was like, well, look, my friend Laura's going out with Max. Let's set up a play date. And sat me down with this guy, Max. <laughs> it was, you know, it was like, it was like, sit there, make friends. You're like, okay. Uh, and we absolutely hit it off. Uh, Amazing. Like, best about his wedding last year. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. Um, oh, God, a, you never normally friends with the people who your parents slash girlfriend want, you know, set you up. No, with. no, no. It doesn't normally work he, out, does it? He's the most wonderful man. Oh, um, what a lovely thing. Yeah, he's so sweet. Don't tell me he's married the person, the friend of the your then girlfriend that he was still no, with. No, 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 no. Okay, it's far too romantic. It's not yeah. a Disney film, yet. Not, not quite. Um, but he is a chef and was running a kitchen and just got me in to start working at his pub and it just sprung out from there, really. Amazing. So um, you've said we're starting with a snack. Yeah. And you, you've I've been pickling. You've been pickling. <laughs> um, when we were in Nightmare, one of the characters I played was called Pickle. Oh, yeah. He, she, they was a prick. Um, oh, I love pickles so much. Yeah. Um, but so hang on, you've pickled celery. Celery isn't something I would normally be like, oh my God, give it to me. No, but I hate looks... celery. Uh, right. I love it. Um, I love it cooked though. You can disappear it into things. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's quite nice. But well, I think, like... it, doesn't it add something to like the, the what's it called, the, with the carrots and the celery and then the Say again. Mirepoix. Mirepoix. Does it add, does it, it feels like it adds almost an aniseedy something. I think it's sort of a textural thing, maybe. Oh, I, I'm it? convinced that the French just had a load of celery and were like, what What we could do with yeah. it? Where, <laughs> Back where, in the bomb. Where can we hide <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Whatever we do, it keeps growing. People are starving. We can't throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely edible. And, and in terms of nutrition, it's tricky, isn't it? Because there was always that, I imagine, potentially myth going around when um, I was a teenager and all anyone cared about was diets. Where we would say it, there was a thing that went round that celery's negative calories. Yeah, it's because just it's just water, water and string. It takes more calories to chew it, let alone digest it, than you'd ever get from a bit. So you'd see lots of people who are starving themselves, kind of trying to live on. Meat as well, isn't it? What's it about rabbit meat? Rabbit meat's the same sort of thing. It's nutritionally Is it? null. Is it? Yeah, it costs more calories, I think, to 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 get it and consume. Oh, but because that, but that's because we're rabbits aren't bred to eat no yeah. if we bred rabbits to eat like we breed chickens to eat then that wouldn't be oh yeah we'd fill them for the yeah. stuff that made them yeah well true. also we wouldn't yeah. have to hunt them you have to hunt a rabbit now that's or, true. or, or yeah. at least make your way probably to quite an obscure butchers in the countryside yeah you need to go to near where rabbits are yeah <laughs> not in Archway where we are now no. we won't forage out a delicious rabbit also I hate the taste of rabbit it's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. Apart from yeah. once I had it on this podcast, somebody made it for me who had hunted it. Yeah, the lady in Scotland. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. That. She's that incredible. Episode. Yeah. Mm. Um, she's amazing, but she learned to hunt them. And they're like, yeah. And she stewed it. And actually, the, the carrots and stuff it was with was so tasty that it really ta- you could really taste everything that was in it in a way. Yeah. But even then, you wouldn't have wanted loads of it. Yeah. There's something about gamey meat, I think, that makes me... Whoa. I like it's one of those things that I, I think... Yeah, it's perfect for a small portion. Yeah. You know, when you look at a really posh yeah. food, the portions suddenly start shrinking and you yeah. end up with like three dots and a lump. And they're like, <laughs> why, how is this dinner? How is this 200 pounds? <laughs> why? But if it's really gamey, you're like, oh, it's fair. That's oh, fine. I yeah, get it. It's all I wanted. Turns out it's all I wanted that massive <laughs> yeah. fuck off flavour. Right. You were, yeah. Bag of chips on the way home. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
God. Uh, yeah. There times we've done that. Do you know what you've reminded me of a story I don't think I've told on this? I can't believe I haven't told it on this podcast, but I went out with some girlfriends to, um, with my, like, uni birds. Um, uh, I've sort of two biggish groups of dear, dear women. One from school originally and one from uni. And with the uni ones, we, and they're all great. We love eating together, all of us. And the uni ones, we went out to somewhere where... Uh, one of them, I think my friend Sam, had um, discovered, like, read about this, uh, Jap- I think it's a Japanese place in town, like, mm. you know, no bookings, blah, 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 tiny, niche, right, amazing yeah. food. And um, so we queued for a little bit, and then, I think ages, and then we got in there and um, sat down, and it was, we just, we ate it, and it was so fucking mediocre. It was <laughs> such an absolute cunt factory in there. Oh, no. Of just, of just you know, like, yeah. oh, fuck. You know, and it was it was fine. I don't think it was awful food, but it was so painfully medium that we left and went to a busabari and had a, a whole. We had to have a whole, a whole another. Have a go and yeah, yeah, have another a meal. Yeah, it's, it's the same group of women who, when I went on holiday to Greece with them, the man was halfway through our order and he just walked off because he thought we must be finished. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> We're only halfway through. You're fine. <laughs> I'll teach you to write it down. Won't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so please, may I try a pickled um, celery? Yes, please. So what you do with these is you peel the string off the back with a t- potato peeler for a start. Okay. Because, oh, I love it that we're going to get a how-to guide with these because uh, it's no good. I hate the stringy stuff. So you just get in there, get your fingers in there. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit, yeah, some chili flakes in the brine. Mm. It's quite a sweet brine. And what is a brine? Um, salt and water, no. So vinegar, vinegar, sugar, and salt and water. What sort of vinegar did you use? Uh, cider. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. That's so nice. A few aromatics, like star anise and things. Oh, I can taste the star anise. I can mm. taste everything I can see bobbing around the roof. Yeah. <laughs> And not celery at all, it's just a really lovely vessel for just it. It's crunchy. all in. Yeah, it's crunchy and juicy and this with uh, the beer, you're like, oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh my God, Paul. And um, how long did these sit in there before they became as delicious? Um, they've been in there a couple of days. But Is that it? That's it, right. And you can leave them in there for ages or will this get less and less crunchy? Um, it'll get more and more spicy. Oh, <laughs> yes! what I found. So hang on, if we make these now, it might be a great, great Christmas present. Um... Yeah, don't put chilli in them yet. Because the chilli ones, after about two weeks, they'll just be so hot. Oh, really unbearable. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can I have another one, please? Please I do. I love how sweet yeah. it is, and I think it's the star anise that's really making it. The, um, the This is it. They, they won't last. They never do. Oh, because they're too delicious. I make batches of them, yeah, and it, they just go. <gasps> but I can't believe they're this delicious after two days. I'm mm. absolutely, oh, I'm absolutely copying this and making this all over this. <laughs> it's my, um, yeah, I've pickled so much stuff. Oh, God, it's so nice. What's that? Can see a bay leaf? Are what are these massive ones? round bastards? Or is uh, that not a bay leaf? Is it a curry leaf? No, that's a look. Uh, oh, I can't speak. Oh, there's some cloves in there. Yeah, there's bay leaf, some cloves, and some juniper. Mmm. And then, um, did you get your cider vinegar? Like, because that's a big jar. Do you mm. buy it in, like, chef's quantities? Yeah, I've got big lumps. I buy a lot of stuff in chef quantities. And can I... I, I know, I've taken a picture of your sea salt, which is a bucket. <laughs> it's a bucket. It's a bucket. It's a bucket. 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 It's a bucket. But it lasts um, a year. And like, it's 20 quid. Yeah. It's like, done. No, it is. Never have to buy salt now. Don't have to worry about it. It's just there. It's fucking brilliant, isn't right. it? That is so lovely. Also, because you've got this bucket, can you go and get it refilled somewhere? Or do you have to go to Malden or Anglesey or somewhere where they make the salt and just get them to top oh, it up so you don't have to buy a new bucket? I have never looked into that. Um, I do reuse the buckets for like storage and for uh, things yeah, like that. Yeah, you could use it for other food storings. 
or yeah but you're right I should look into that that's a good very good idea well it makes sense for them if people are going to be but um, mm. so where can I where you buy your like what's that fucking five litres of five litres eight litres of soy you sauce you buy online yeah um, eight litres of soy sauce yeah Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I need to cut it into a bottle and put. I love salt so much that my mouth has burst with joyful liquid <laughs> at the thought of eight liters of soy sauce. Of, you know, how long are you going to last? It's going to be a while. I know it would kill me, but I think I could do. I could easy do a shot of soy sauce. Of the the light stuff, yeah. The dark stuff, really. Oh, that's inky. dark. It's a bit. It's a bit. Yeah, inky. That's a good word. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, we could try it. I, I'm up. No, I, I, well, <laughs> I just think it's so bad for you. I've got to do a gig tonight. Yeah, I just don't want to have a heart attack today. Yeah, not- if we'd done this on a neat, on a day where I didn't mind a heart attack before work later. All right, we'll come back before we done that. Well, heart attack day. And, yeah. yeah. Well, let's just do another podcast once. I mean, once I'm in my seventies, I don't think I'm going to give a fuck. No, I fully plan to try heroin then and stuff. Oh, that's going to be so good. Yeah, I, mm. yeah, I agree. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, <laughs> the doom and gloom of the world. Like, that's all we're going to have is black market heroin because we're all getting you know. We might be able to get it from the doctors by then, the state of things. Um, I'm really, really impressed with the oil pickled celery and I'm absolutely going to copy it. Fist bump. What an extraordinary thing. I'm going to have one more. Please do, please do. It's so easy to make and I'm oh done. Oh my God, so you just scrape the back off, stick them in. Yeah, stick top. that spice in. But what, so, what would you do? Like, just leave the chili until the last minute. Like, a few yeah, days, so a few a, days before you're going to serve it or give it to someone. Um, or just just eat them within a few, couple, mm. couple of weeks. Because okay. I saved some for a friend. Going, oh, they've been away. They want to save some. And go back. It was so hot. <laughs> it was so hot. Great, yeah. but like <sighs> sweaty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I've, I've done loads of other stuff, and I'll be I'll be hoping that. Into, into you as we go along because uh, okay great I'll stop eating them then there's loads mm. more things that I'm going to be hoovering say scrum diddly umptious and then you can be in my podcast scrum diddly umptious have you eaten anything particularly brilliant or awful in the last sort of week roughly um I've been really busy in the last sort of week that's a real shame I've been uh, I'm absolutely obsessed with this um, Korean uh, pepper paste called oh. uh, gochujang. I, I think, think I'm saying it right. Tuck might have told me about this. It's insanely good. And we're going to eat some of it. In a oh, bit. my God, are we? Mm. Yeah. <gasps> I'm obsessed with it. I've been using it oh all summer God. in marinades. Pepper paste. Mm. And just, right. I've just been using it in a marinade and just spreading it out a bit, using, you know, adding soy sauce and honey and things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just chuck in chicken or tofu. Can you say it again very slowly? The marinade? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Oh. The name of the Korean... Can we read it off the box? Yes, I'm going to go. Are you worried about sounding racist? I will confidently sound very racist. Anybody Korean listening, can you accept my apologies now? Mm. It's spelt G-O-C-H-U-J-A-N-G. I'm going to go for... Gochujang. 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 Yeah, Go-chu-jang. that's fine. Yeah, that's what I think. Go to Jang. Oh my god, I'm really excited. I'm sniffing him. Do it. Get in there. It's, uh, it's super nice. Um. Oh yes, that's sweet. It's like um, it's a bit hoisiny, maybe a bit barbecuey. Mm. Is that just the look of him? Can I take a picture of it? Do it. I'm absolutely. Yeah, I'm <laughs> oh god, this is going to be the tastiest, foodiest episode I've done in a long time. Yes, <laughs> I love it. It's such a hard podcast to listen to because everyone you start talking to to people about food, and I start going, "Well, I know what I would cook." Her. 
Oh, my brain starts going. Oh, so like, glad we finally got to do this. I had to thing. go back and re-listen to it because my brain's gone off and gone. Well, I'd cook this, then I'd make. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Do you want me to put it back in the fridge for now? Why not? Yeah, please. Yeah. You're in the fridge seat. That's I'm in the, the fridge seat. That's, that's no thing. problem. Um, so, no, nothing sort of remarkable or dog shit happened to you culinarily in the last few weeks. Nothing memorable on that front. It doesn't matter if not. It must be it's a very vague question. Mm. I think if you're somebody that's being experimental all the time, it's probably quite hard to have like a I was remarkable like, thing. I, I find it, it can trap you sometimes as well when you end up, if I've like, been working away from home and you end up in like, I've seen Birmingham for like a week almost just yeah. randomly and you go, okay, I have to eat some meals out of the house in a place that is a bull, you know, it's the bull ring, it's a shopping centre. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you find the one or two things that you find basically agreeable and you stick with them yeah you know, like, there's one of those pots in each that you put hot water in and that's okay yeah 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 oh I, you right else. like the ones where yeah. you're making like a shit foe or a yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're alright aren't they yeah. I used to live off those when I tempt I used to get the um, wasabi were one of the first chains to do those yeah um, I used to get that for lunch all the time also you can take ages over it yeah and shit you can't wolf it really even shit foe's alright yeah I do think I'm a ramen. Called, What's um, the difference between a pho and a ramen? Uh, nationality. Is it? By all intents and purposes, yeah. There'll, there'll be some well, spices and ramen was maybe a bit um, fattier, like it's oilier. There you go, I don't know what the base is. The I, know, was a... I know how to make pho, but I don't know how to make really? ramen off the top of my head. I assume it's very similar. It's a broth. Yeah. And then you put noodles in it and add your accoutrement. It's the broth mm. is the thing. If the broth is really good, then the, the, the pho and the... the do you know what I think it was Nick Helm comedian Nick Helm that told me that pho is far more delicately fragranced than a ramen but I've never had the palate to tell the fucking difference I make a cheat pho oh what's a cheat pho well pho pho (laughs) (laughs) so just take a, a, a stock cube whatever your whatever is your poison chicken or vegetable and um, some soy sauce some ginger mm. uh, and then uh, pop up the water and that's it and it's just, nice. just great amazing You're like this is great and then add all your stuff your bean sprouts and your you know whatever do you know what it's such a simple thing but i've always been a little bit scared of it I don't know why. Because people do that thing, don't they, where they take a jar of the stuff to work. Yeah. And then just boil a kettle and stick it in with a stock cube. Yeah. And you're like, done. Done. Oh, amazing. Bosh. Or a miso cube. Mm. Maybe it's the... Or sachet. Vietnamese food is generally quite spicy. I'm into it. Uh, so yeah. into it. I mean, just imagine people in the office. Do you ever go to Catford for any reason? Catford? Yeah. Not of late. If you ever... There, there's a place called Night's Life I can imagine you working in at some point. Like, it's a really cool performance artsy pub. But um, there's an amazing Vietnamese place. It's only open till nine, so it's better lunchtime. But it's dirty and it's fucking off, off the charts. It's called Saigon Food. I'll have to get that on this podcast at some point. Mm. Um... I just wanted to uh, so 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 hang on if you uh, so very articulate I'm being very articulate <laughs> as someone food like foodie as fuck who is like exploring and always eating these incredible things I imagine there'll be some disasters sometimes and stuff but also if you're always eating when you are able to cook you're eating like well as in great flavoursy stuff mm. does that mean you it's quite stressful if you end up being like, what the fuck am I going to get in the ball ring in Birmingham that's going to be okay? So yeah, you said it was that easy. Yeah, you can be. You just sort of find your one thing and then you end up being that Do you yeah. ever, I think what I'm trying to ask is, do you ever eat something bland as shit because you just have to? Like a 
a McDonald's or a Ginster's pasty from a services. Yeah, there's like two things in yeah. like M&S. There's two sandwiches in M&S. M&S is not the low end no, that I'm working at. Oh, you're working at you, low end. So oh, you're on dirty food. Is it dirty? <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's a chicken place down the road from here. Just that's like good. half a grilled chiken. Yeah. Like for a fiver. And I'm like, yeah, if I'm coming home late, they're always open. Fine. Oh, that's nice. It's open all night. That'll yeah. do. Oh, okay, so you're not above that, but I really oh, no, liked no. it that I was like, would you ever have McDonald's? And you're like, yeah, I'd go to M&S. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have a real issue with McDonald's, but okay. I, I only have, I have one like about once a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm usually under duress because there's nothing else. Really? Yeah. Um, what about right, breakfast but... time? It's been many a year since I've done it, but I, I do know. remember a sausage and egg McMuffin would blow my mind as a teenager. And yeah. cure a hangover as a student. Sometimes. Oh, back yeah, back in back in the day, we'd be like, of course, I'm going to McDonald's. It's Saturday. I don't That's eat meat as a rule, but it's not an absolute rule. And one of the things I have to say to myself, you can have that again in your life. About is a double sausage and egg. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuck. What scum? That's bad. Am I scum? <laughs> is it bad? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I maybe I'm, I'm a bit of a snob about it, but I just yeah. Uh, KFC gravy even though I've seen a video of how it's made and it's one of the worst things I've ever seen Christ I mean they just don't even do I mean they, weirdly their restaurant restaurant in oh, inverted covers yeah. varies um, and you're like, you're like how can you it's all the same how yeah. can it vary in quality the stuff up so grim the bottom of the road I've tried it a couple of times not nice so if you've so but you, you've been foodie foodie mouth for ages mm. um, when we did our nightmare tour do you remember how many Weatherspoons we had one or two yeah one or two Weatherspoons we were yeah. on tour in this show but we were skint yeah so we had I mean it's we weren't we were still privileged in the sense we could go out for fucking dinner yeah but it was budget right. and the only thing there is one off everywhere where we were touring is a spoons yeah I honestly don't think... When was that? Years ago, was 2014. 15? 15, I think it might have even been... Th- yeah, 14. It was 14. It's five years ago. Yeah, 13 five was and the half, year we, yeah. I mean, No, it's five years ago now. We toured in the yeah, autumn, didn't we? Yeah. Five years ago. I don't think I've been able to have a Thursday curry club since. No, I don't. I don't blame you. Well, there, we have started doing that thing. You know, the Spoons thing where you go in, you tell people what table you're at. And they can order things off the app for you. <gasps> fun game. That is a fun game. So somebody else, somewhere else, One of your chooses friends. your dinner. Yeah, they go, you go, oh, no, they, well, not dinner. So you choose oh, whatever. You go, oh, God. So you send in, like, you get to get random stuff. We end, you end up with, like, oh, some, some shots of Sambuca and two portions of, of peas. <laughs> <laughs> Yet more bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yet more bread. No, they pay for it on the app. Oh, so, nice. So nice. They're buying you yeah. stuff, but you're sat there having to eat peas and Zambuca for dinner. And like, for, uh, the, you know, the waiting stuff coming over again. Oh, you've given out your table number on the app, haven't you? <laughs> Obviously I have, yeah. <laughs> uh, why are you upset? <laughs> this is what an amazing game. <laughs> what, have you ever done that game on your own? No, no. I like own. the idea of you getting a sat in a spoon on your own and going, right, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. I went and saw a friend from school in Reading. Uh, yeah. He lives there. We ended up in the spoons. I was like, oh, Chris, I've got a good game for us. <laughs> so I texted all the, all the lads, all the, all the, uh, the guys. And yeah, they were just like, just throwing stuff at us. Amazing, amazing. Co- jugs of cocktails. Oh, God. And some nice stuff as well. So you get yeah. like, like, some nice things. But... I think I 
then would feel obliged to send something nice over if I was taking put me on your list of lads dark, dark and light isn't it dark and yeah. light you can't, you can't get me on your get me in that whatsapp group alright will do I really <laughs> want to join in although it does mean I'll have to have the weather spoons app and he basically did help with Brexit, didn't he? That cunt. Oh, awful man! Um, awful man! I hate the idea of giving him any money. No, so but yeah, it, he has got an app that is quite a fun game for other people to buy your drinks and dinner, which is that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I just remember the peak of the horror of the spoons um, love affair that we had going there every single night on tour was that once uh, on a curry club. Mine came out and they hadn't even taken the rice out of the blue plastic bag. That's band. right, yeah. It was, it's, and you're like, sure. And we sort of told them and they were like, and? Yeah. What? You know where you are? You know, what yeah. do you expect? <laughs> you sound Do you think you're in a... Where do you think you are? Fucking Nando's? Harvester? Yeah. It's not Harvester, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no class here. It's not beef eater. <laughs> there's no ball pit. There's, um, there's a Harvester in... I think it's in Leighton or somewhere in South London as a psychic night. Oh, yes, please. Desperate to go. <laughs> Because oh my god, what's so like Derek Akora comes in and means, like, yeah. like brings people from the dead and talks So poorly steamed ribs and dead relatives. I can't what Poorly a, steamed ribs and dead relatives. What a what an evening. I've shuddered. <laughs> what an I genuinely done an involuntary shudder. Bottomless salad bar. Oh god <laughs> I don't I don't remember going the last time I've been I'm not sure I've been to Harvester. I remember coming no. back from a long drive with my kid in the car sometime in the last few years. And it being like, or oh, whatever, half seven and being like, we've still got another two hours to go, let's just find the next place we can sit and have some food mm. in. And then he can pass out. And um, yeah, go to a harvester and get them queuing in a mass, masses of fan, packed. Insane, yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and queuing and getting there and they were like, got a reservation? And we didn't, and we didn't get in. At Harvester. Yeah. Absolutely mad. They're very popular. I think maybe what they've done is go to the so to the close they flirted so close to the edge of bankruptcy that they've probably only got about three branches left. Yeah. So those three branches are very busy. Patch with psychics. Yes, no, that's how to get the fucking winners in, isn't it? Run yeah. a psychic night in your restaurant. I'm so curious. In your buffet restaurant. Yeah, because I've been I've been to see um I went to well, I went to see viewer a, a psychic school uh, an evening, an open evening. So yeah. they had people here who were learning their gift. <gasps> learning their gift. Amazing. So it was so weird. So you've got the guy who runs it. And it, weirder, weirder still, it was, it was set in a, in a sort of quite a, a rundown but modern 60s style building, like yeah. an office building, which is now an evangelical church on Sundays. And so it's got a churchy oh, setup okay. and a bit dirty around the outside. And this guy sort of obviously runs this course and he's found people who have gifts and then they get up and they do a reading. Uh, and there were like four or five people in there other than me and my girlfriend and they're like two, one was asleep <laughs> three of them were obviously the students they're well into it and and like she and I just don't know do they understand that they're learning cold reading do they know that's what they're doing yeah because it's obviously all fake yeah and like that she was asking me stuff and trying to figure out things from it and I was wearing a nice coat and she said you're very educated aren't you uh, and I was like, no, I've got three GCSEs. I've got no education. <laughs> I've just got a nice coat on. Uh, I can see you going to New York. So I've got no plans to go to New York. I'm so sorry. You know, I've got... Yeah. She was just hitting 
get nothing. nothing. Right. Did you think a lot of it is that the majority of people are polite enough that they'd be like, yes, yeah. oh yeah. That's the idea for oh, that. Oh, I see. Like, yeah. We were told afterwards the idea for that evening is that you're a bit more open and just say yes occasionally. <laughs> but it's not true. Okay, yes. yeah. I, Fuck. I definitely work for the UN in Sweden. That's another thing she came up with. Like, so you're in the Big Apple. Perfect. <laughs> Fucking hell. What is you, it's exactly what you want, isn't it, with your sweaty, cold roast? Is a chat with Gaddafi. I'm feeling I saw the letter M. Is it the letter M, yeah. Yeah. Someone? Anyone? Dead relative? Anyone? 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 Let's try an R. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, isn't it? That Fucking is. hell. <laughs> How low you sang to be doing the gig in the harvester. That's good. Oh, yeah. No, no thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> um, so, um, I do, the, other, the last thing I'll say is I remember, I think the one downside of having the spoons is so often, the upside of having it is it sort of made my obsession with Wagamama's more solid because that felt like a real treat when we got to go there. Yeah. I think we only did it once, once but it was a really yeah. special night. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and on that note, uh, that trip aside, have you ever for whatever reason had a patch in your life where you ate the same thing every day? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, well, the thing with the summer, with that, um, the, the gochujang as well, I've been eating yeah. loads. Right. So I'll just get a load of chicken, marinate it, cook it, and eat it for three days with rice and salad. Just nice. like line it up so that I know what I've got. And I just, because you know, people bulk cook anyway. Yeah. And I, I try and do that anyway, because yeah. budgeting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I will, if I find something I like, I'll, I'll just hammer that. Yeah, okay. wear it out. Oh, so it's quite phasey. Like, so, but will you overdo, will you get to the point where you've like overdone it and you don't want that now, or will, yeah. it, will it have to be superseded by the next exciting thing? No, definitely. I've definitely run out of patience with some things. Yeah, and you just get no, no, not anymore. No thanks. God, I, I'm, I'm as much fun as I'm having talking to you. I'm finding this so inspirational. I want to leave immediately and go home and start pickling. <laughs> okay, <laughs> really. do, do you want to eat something? Yes, let's eat let's something. Eat Mmm, delicious. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Oh my god, so what are you pouring in there? Uh, this is a bit of chilli <gasps> that um, I just wanted to sort of kick us off with. Oh, I am. Um, wow. So I've been making a lot of like. And I, basically, I saw, um, I saw this thing online about this, this vegan guy. I made vegan shepherd's pie. Mm. It's a British thing. And then she proceeds to get out some like mince substitute, mm. fry it off, no onions, no garlic, no nothing. What? And, and then I did this sort of other little goop of seasoning, which is just soy sauce and some other crap. And she was like, you don't even have to put salt in it, you don't even have to worry about it. And then make mashed potatoes using something other than... Actual potatoes? Yeah, but without um, uh, no sort of dairy, obviously, to, to, uh. to, to mash it up with. It just looked horrible. Yeah. And I was like, why have you done that? Yeah. This could be better. This could be so much better. Well, I remember um, I remember asking for a really some some strong contenders for best vegetarian lasagnas on Facebook or something. Oh, right. And you were like, it's all about the base of the red sauce, basically. And yeah. you can put whatever you like in. And I was like, well, talk me through this. And you were like, it's how slowly you can cook down your, I've already forgotten what it's called, mufu. <laughs> Mirepoix 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 oh my god so hang on <gasps> I need pictures of this um, and also just how long you can sweat your onions for and your garlic and your white wine and yeah. if you can afford nice white wine not even nice just this any wine really yeah you're cooking it really there have been recipes where I've um, regretted oh, using shit wine but what else are you going to use your shit wine on? Oh, exactly. I'm not going to drink shit wine. And I do feel a bit too old to drink shit wine now. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to, I'd like you to, to photograph this as the amazing dollop of sour cream's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you a coriander phobe? I'm a coriander fan. Yay! I'm a coriander file. Good, good. I like coriander too. It's apparently genetic, whether you like it or not. It's yeah. like you it's you don't get a choice, it either tastes like coriander or like soap or worse. Maybe it's to do with I just like the taste of soap. This is so lovely. <laughs> Little diddy portion. Oh it's so nice. Um Oh my god, it smells good. It's it smells like there's some sexy spicing in it, is there? So after yeah, after seeing that video I was just talking about going, I'm gonna make vegan mince. I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make some sort of mince that or just vegetables and yeah. So lentils, and then you get something like celeriac, or in this case, courgettes, because I couldn't find any. Mm-hmm. And you grate it. Yeah. You just put grated veg in with lentil, and you suddenly get that, oh, it's a bit like mince. And then, yeah. as long as you've got your base in there, it's like, this is... Lush. Why would you buy mince? Yeah. Oh, I've got some tiny courgettes that need eating up. I, grate, I always grate courgette and carrot into any red sauce Perfect. to sneak them into my child. Mmm. 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 Oh, it's so nice. I was trying to sneak. Um, I was trying to sneak parsley into people. <laughs> it's so good for you. Is it? Mm. It's I, love I love parsley. It's not it? very sexy, is it? So. Oh what! I love it. Mm. Also, um, let's talk about this. Mm. Now talk about parsley. Fuck! It's so tasty. It's smoky. Mm. It's a tiny bit sweet. Is that the peppers? Um, yeah, I imagine so. Yes, there's a lot of red peppers in there. There's a load of there's horseradish and mustard and Worcester sauce to sort of oh, nice. all that beef, all that stuff you'd associate yeah, with beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whack it in there, and then your brain goes, "Oh, I remember beef." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. And do you know what? We've used real sour cream, but actually, that's one thing the vegan substitutes for are all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a. Um, I mean, I. 
They should be sponsoring me, frankly, but Oatly do a fake creme fraiche. Oh, right. It doesn't taste like creme fraiche, but it does serve the purpose of something like this, of just Fine. being a nice, fresh, clean yeah. flavour yeah. that cuts through the kind of rich, smoky, meaty. I'm all for it. Mm. I'm all for that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, the only thing that isn't uh, vegan is the uh, horseradish sauce. It's got the egg okay. in it. But then that's, it, that's strange. Yeah, yeah, I checked it the other day. Um, but you just get some fresh, mm. great night in. Yeah. Yeah, have a great time. Yeah, all wasabi. Yeah, that work. Yeah, how funny! So there's whey is there in some horseradish dips, you know, jars. Mm. That's why do they bother with that? Must be a binding thing for longevity or something. Yeah, it's not like it's got a particularly nice texture. No. <laughs> yeah. What's that about? What's that for? If you're not bodybuilding, I don't really understand why you need a load of whey and everything. Mm. Um, fuck! This is fucking delicious. It's like definitely that. the best. Uh, vegan shepherd's pie innards I've ever had what? yeah this is it you could substitute this out from mm. to shepherd's pie mm-hmm. you know any, anything anything beef mince based oh, so I, I stopped buying beef mince a long time ago because it just it's not the nice, it's the nastiest stuff yeah well also I mean I remember really like you know like when oh you found out that they were miming on... Uh, that was the example a friend was giving recently of, like, tell me the, the shocking thing you realised. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were like, for example, when you were a kid and you found out that they are lip-syncing on um, Top of the Pops. Mm. Like, what? <laughs> and it's heartbreaking. But then you're like, oh, you look at it now, yeah. it's obvious. obvious. I remember when I found out because... It, I was well into my 20s. Mm. I found out because my mum bought a really amazing old-fashioned metal mincer to go on the end of her work surface. Yeah, home. yeah. For at the end of a Sunday roast, the leftover meat, you mince it, and that's where mince came from. I just thought right. mince was mince. It was yeah, for yeah. using up leftover big chunks of meat to make it go further. It wasn't ever meant to be the first thing you'd go to. Yeah. It's like, how mad! And then it makes complete sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of my life's bugbears is the way food is... Reinterpreted in supermarkets and how it's yeah. just bastardised, and you just like going, just tell the truth. Yeah, just tell this is this is cooking meat. You know, mm. All meat's cooking meat. It's not calling it that. This is stewing steak. Yeah, going, oh, just tell us which cut it's from. Educate people. Yeah, and yeah. Then we'll know. And what does that mean? Like this is older, tougher meat. You're gonna have to cook it for longer. And they're not gonna start calling it older, tougher meat, Paul. No. Um, and it's. Because some of it's really, really nice. Yeah. It's the, the, the hard muscles, isn't it? Yeah. Cheeks, anything that works really hard. Right, yeah. And it's really tough and you have to cook it for a long time. But it's also got loads of like um, good, um, you know, coagulation in it and good um, yeah, other yeah. substances that break down. And it just makes the nicest stew and it's cheap as chips. Um, I love this. I'm having a tiny bit more of this. People should eat more of it. Because like, yeah. if all you're eating is the, the fillet, like, well, waste. also just use all the animal, right? Yeah, use exactly. Use all the animal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think know. there's even probably room for being the type of um, I, I'm such a rare carnivore but I, I quite like the idea of there being room in the world for a, the type of carnivore I suppose like those people who eat roadkill who mm. are only eating the stuff that's getting binned yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise. I'm, I'm, like, so well, you would okay. never have cod, haddock, salmon, prawns, you know. No. But you would have all these other weirdo little fish. And that, random yeah. yeah, loads of it. Oh, that'd be great, though. I, I think it's the, the, the way it's gone about. I know a big meatophile, I love meat. Mm. But, like, the way it's dealt with this is just backwards. Yeah. You're like, why is, why is veal so weird? 
Yeah. I will take literally half of all of cows mm-hmm. and get rid of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's insane. It make any sense. Eat that. Yeah. That's all you're going to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mad. Well, I think that sort of idiocy around it will be the end of it. We just can't yeah. carry on like that. We can't no, keep no, producing milk and beef with without oh it's just mad yeah and, and it, it won't come I don't think from a place of people loving animals or realising they didn't want that cruelty because well, you whatever say, it's yeah. too easy to detach yourself yeah, from it so detached from it but I think it will come from what it's doing to the planet we yeah. just can't do that it's the way we're fucking us we're yeah. fucking us out fucking out guys I've mm. yeah, <laughs> been in a quite nihilistic way Every time I eat something nice now, it's like to go, okay, everyone, enjoy the last of the avocados. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem a bit like that, doesn't yeah. it? Especially with Brexit looming. Yeah. It's like, let's just... Hopefully you'll listen to this and everything is just fine. Everything is just fine. It's sort of there, guys. That was fucking delicious. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I mean, there's a bit more, but we'll let you have it after we've eaten all the other things. Oh, my God, there's all the other things. There's all the other things. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. Oh, my God, I think this... Oh, this is... Oh, why haven't we done this sooner? (laughs) I love it. Do you have anything, um, it's often confectionery that people go for um, on this question, but um, that you eat in a particular way, like you have a, a method that you think that's how that thing should be eaten? Oh God, like yeah, most most confectionery. Really? When I eat it, yeah. I'm the kind of person who'll eat the top out of Twix. Top? Okay, talk yeah. us through your Twix. So you pull out the, 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 the stick. Yeah. And then you just get the, the caramel chocolate bit first and I don't know, across, you know, horizontally along the line. Like, fuck off. Are you telling me you leave the biscuit for lunch? Leave the biscuit for lunch. You yeah. fucking what? In case someone steals it. You're literally <laughs> doing it the wrong way round. No, I think now, now I don't really eat Twixes. So like, <laughs> oh, why don't you really eat Twixes? Well, You're too posh. Bad for you, you know. Oh, it's not that bad for you in moderation. All right, I'll go I, I could understand the biscuit side. last strategy if you were some kind of obsessive... Dunk addict. <laughs> what if I'm full? Oh. If I'm full after the caramel and chocolate. Oh, that's fine. If I'm full after I mean, the biscuit and I can't eat the caramel and chocolate. I felt like I've just discovered something about you that means I didn't... <laughs> the little I knew about you, I knew, it turns out I knew nothing at all, Paul, if you're a man who's full after half of one stick of a Twix. I don't know, it just... I'm a survivalist. I just worry that it's going to get nicked. You know? but, so this, I think it's such an interesting psychology out. thing, though. As a general rule, would you eat the tastiest thing first or leave it till last? Um, generally now I try and leave it to last but then I, I notice that with, with dinner if you mm. leave some stuff that goes cold you're like oh, yeah. I should eat it while it's in its prime that's what it's the logic isn't it yeah. eat it yeah. and also eat it but so oh god I think it's oh it's a really hard line for me to cross on the mm. one hand I think eat it when it's at its most this has just been served and this is how it should taste yeah. get the best bit in you then but what if you're really fucking hungry and you know it'd be so much easier to eat at a pace that means you're going to enjoy it more mm. do you think maybe eat the best bit in the middle half and half have we yeah, just, start off with a bit and then yeah start off with something you can smash just to fill the void sandwich you know yeah the first taste should be like the best bit the morsel the thing that goes yeah. makes you feel alive yeah and then, and then, then eat, the, bit, and eat the other off. bits yeah and then save the other bit for left because it's usually gravy or something that's the best bit isn't it it's usually oh. like a, a juice 
Well, in a sandwich? Well, I don't know, in a meal, any meal. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's true, actually. That's such a good question. I might ask people going forward, if you've got a sandwich, especially supermarket sandwich, do you go in the filling first, big middle chomp? Or do you just... I think I'd take a corner I'd off. I'd take a corner off, yeah. I'd take a corner off just to fill the void because mm. I just want that first thing that I eat if I'm really hungry to be really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Very sexy. Um, <laughs> not... I know exactly what you mean, though. Like, yeah. There are certain things you go, and this is how I eat this puppy. And yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's the way it's going to be. Well, I've had to learn on this podcast that I can't, you know, obviously I want to turn up hungry, but it's like, don't turn up fucking starving. Exercise after, not before. Because otherwise, yeah. I'm just smashing food and not asking anyone any questions. <laughs> it's so good. You're all right. <laughs> You're all right, you? Yeah, yeah, he's all right. You check. You talk. <laughs> seems fine <laughs> do you think there's anything on a broader thing that it's like you, you must eat slowly or you must eat quickly um, no I think there's a, a pace right. that you, you should, I mean, I've seen a couple of my friends just deve- you know inhale food You're like, yeah. where is that gone yeah, there's yeah, also yeah. that uh, digestion time of like 20 minutes if you if you are if you're still hungry after you've finished eating, wait till 20 minutes and right, right, to right. see. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise your body won't know what's going on in there and all the different things that make you feel different. Not that I do. I mean, this is all sage advice yeah. that I ignore. Yeah, because we're human beings yeah. and our brains and bodies don't always um, have the most brilliant communication, you know. Yeah. Especially if there's MSG or something you're eating or sugar or, oh, yeah, you know, delicious. Or if you're in any other way not connecting like if you're drunk or mm. you know, oh, yeah, you're hungover yeah. <laughs> there's loads of things yeah. that shut down that conversation between your there's brain and your so brain. much food that is done in a yeah in a state especially hangover the, mm. the food trail of hangover is, is it's a you know it's a path i yeah. know that i'm gonna walk uh, and so melted cheese that has to be done hot straight away yes because you yes. don't want it to go cold and un- no. unmelt yes absolutely That's apart fun. from and I don't mean for a long time, and I hate it when it's in a sandwich for some reason, but halloumi, I don't mind if that's cooled yeah. down a bit. If yeah, it was really, if it was cooked to the point where it was browned, mm. that's kind of okay, still a yeah. bit cooler and crunchy. But when it's gone, like, um, really turgid. Yeah. Cold, <laughs> cold mozzarella sticks, just wrong. No! Just wrong. The, whole, the whole point is it's yeah. stringy and lovely. Oh, yeah. Cool, yum. Okay. <laughs> What's the earliest thing you remember eating? Ooh, um, well, this is, well, what do I say? Um, I, I was always made to eat a lot of uh, quite horrible things as a kid. I, I, oh, yeah? Yeah, and I, I found out because cause my, my mum's not great at cooking. Right. Um, so she made me eat liver and onions. Okay. Which uh, I've since discovered are really nice if you cook them properly. Yeah, um, but she just just overcook. Still does, still does. Okay. I remember, in fact, I remember I was about thirty. I went to her house. She cooked liver and onions, and I was like, I, "I'm going to put my foot down. I'm thirty years old. I've never liked this. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, oh, if it's wow. all right with you, I'm going to I'm going to make something else because yeah. I'm, I'm thirty. How did you take it? I think it's all right. Really, I was like, just, you know, come on. The amount of arguments we had when I was a kid. Oh. She was like, I don't remember them. You love this, <laughs> like, like okay. Okay, I, what was happening was I was scared of upsetting you. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, now I'm not. <laughs> now, now I don't care. Now like, I, I, I'm genuinely hungry, but you have overcooked this and it's awful and dry. And I don't oh my eat. God. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had. Um, I th- I th- I've got some vague childhood memory of eating, trying a bit of liver and being like, nah, 
Never. No. Not being like, Bleh, but being like, no. It's one of those things, it's fine now. If it's, if it's cooked, you know, if it's really fresh and mm. done, seared both sides and a bit rare, yeah. lovely. Is it? But like, but not often. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's one of those super rich things. Yeah, right? I love it's it. Like, you know, yeah. maybe it's like what pate and foie gras is, livers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mostly, yeah. So that's yeah, nice. Kidneys, yeah. But that's because of all the other shit in there, is it? Or is that when you've got a really fatty one, that's when you get a foie gras? I'm reading a book at the moment, you'd really Ooh. like it. Ooh, that foie gras. Uh, in part called Third Plate by a guy called Dan Barber. Ooh. Berber, Barber. Mm. Um, and he's in a chef in America that's got his psych, he's obsessed with sustainability and it's about the future of farming or the future of. Amazing. Um, uh, getting food. Um, uh, certainly into restaurants and how yeah. restaurants could be responsible. But. Um, he um he there's a whole bit in it and it keeps coming back to him where he finds this guy in Spain where they make Iberico pigs mm, yeah um, which is yeah which is a really specific uh, bit of forest or yeah. a, a area of land that's very rich in acorns and all these different nutrients. that's it yeah just, but there's yeah. also um, geese there Ooh, um, wow. that are allowed to roam free and graze Amazing. and in the in the right sort of seasonal conditions they will gorge themselves yeah and their livers make unforce fed foie gras but okay. it's not the colour that you get if you force feed a goose because okay. it goes yellow with the corn that you're feeding yeah, yeah and this yeah. stays grey which most chefs will be like no that's not good enough yeah yeah but the taste apparently is oh, wow. incredible mm. the same if not better than foie gras so I just think I find that stuff so interesting yeah I'm I'm, still I'll, I'll eat foie gras like a that once every couple of years or something, mm. you know, there'll be like a Christmas or the you know, Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, having worked in kitchens as well, like they, they, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, uh, amazing with a bit of champagne jelly. Is it? Not gonna lie, some of the posh stuff you get is fucking great. When you work in a snazzy kitchen, you just get to eat loads of it. It's yeah. sort of part of the course. Of oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do I <gasps> took home um, two veg Wellingtons? Well, uh, no, two proper beef Wellingtons. Yeah. Like the size of my forearm, both of them, like a couple mm. of feet long. Amazing, like full. Full fillet of beef. Shit! And what the, was pastry around it? Yeah, and, and oh duxel and, uh, and uh, parma ham. And <gasps> amazing. Uh, cooked to perfection. Like, wow! Like, yeah, we've got we've got loads left over. Take two. <laughs> Take two home. Like. Shit! <laughs> did you get people around, or did you just see what you could do? Oh, I got people around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit both. You know, I, I had a massive like double portion for myself at one point. Oh my yeah, god! I just had like a big dinner with some friends, and was like, it was again around Christmas time because yeah, it was perfect. Like, who would like? Do you still do any of that work? No, too like, busy with acting stuff. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, and a couple of years ago, I hurt my back doing some filming. Oh shit! So sort of being on. Oh, so it's just, it's dog work. Like the the most yeah. shit. The hours are long. Yeah. And the conditions are bad. You're learning a lot and you're eating some lovely food. Yeah, outside of that, it's a shit job. Pretty much, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so interesting. A lot of racists. Oh, really? Well, some. And it's weird. You know, you're in such a multicultural industry. Yeah. Some of them, just I found myself in a place like, with a, a couple of people there who are just like, hugely racist. You know? What? You understand your boss is a Muslim. <laughs> yeah. You understand that they are Spanish. You understand... Yeah. Like, we're the only two English, you know, English inverted commas white people yeah. here. Why are you... He's South oh. African. He's... A, why do you care? What's the... Do you think that's part of... Do you think it's in part the kind of testosteroniness of those environments that leads to a bit of that... Maybe. Oh, laddie banter. And it's allowed, just that yeah. person's version of that. People are allowed to accentuate mm. parts of their personality that 
It's the, the chef's prerogative. Where, you know, you're allowed to swear, you're allowed to kick off, you're allowed to behave like a bit of a jerk because the work is so hard. Yeah. And like, thankfully, a lot of kitchens are trying to change that now because of, yeah. obviously mental health is becoming a huge yeah. issue. Uh, and yeah, going, actually, it's not particularly a good environment if you're working 14 hours a day and, you know, being horrible at the same time and shouting. Shit. And, yeah. Oh, my Christ. So, yeah, weirdly, didn't want to do it anymore um, and uh, got bad back. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, gone away. Has it? Yeah, pretty much. Good, please. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of physio. I was going to say lots of physio. Yeah. Oh, love. What and maybe yoga? Do you have to do yoga? Um, I've done. I have done some yoga. Yeah. I did yoga as part of it, but that wasn't the. That wasn't what the physio said. There was just just two or three really basic exercises that are just yeah. like this will really help. Like, oh yeah. Oh, wicked. Thanks, buddy. Um, I wonder if one of them is. And um, yesterday in the gym, Paul, I saw a man fucking the air. Yeah, I do that. I do that a lot. I also do the, 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 the cat cow. Yeah. Which is he had his leg, he was on all fours. Yeah. And he had his legs spread quite wide. Oh, and right. he had his belly quite low to the floor. As in, as if he was deep inside another person. Oh, I, I, but there was just the air there. And then his, bum, his bum was very slowly going up and down. <laughs> very much fucking the air. I think that man was just fucking the air. Yeah, I think he was. It was Lewisham, so I think he was fucking the air. <laughs> That's <laughs> Oh dear. That happens in my gym. But I do do a couple of things on my back and just right. raising, you know. Oh, please, bridges. Up. Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like fucking the air as well. But yeah. I think everybody knows what you're doing there. Yeah. You're, you're strengthening your lower back and your bum bum, aren't you? Really? That's right. And uh, squeezing your bum bum. Doing the cow cow thing, which is where it's like, you know, presenting. Bit yeah. presenting. Bit of presenting. Uh, <laughs> bit of presenting. But hopefully no one's taking it like that. I mean, no one's approached me yet. Maybe it's because I've got headphones in, I don't know. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> But then I compensate that going downstairs and hitting the big weights. <laughs> yeah. But there's also that sort of like... Oh, I love the big weights. Yeah, I tend to go in the morning, which is nice, because there's, yeah. there's fewer big boys. Fewer big boys. Do you know what? My gym is getting girlier and girlier. In terms of the ratio, it's brilliant, isn't it? What's on the presenting thing? My, um, my girlfriend tells me that when her cat shows me his anus <laughs> quite close to my face, yeah. that that's a compliment. Right. Do you know enough about cats to know if I'm being shafted with that information? I do not. I, um, I mean, I'm not true. a big cat person. Oh, I see. Because the kind of thing that a cat would do is, the thing yeah. is a compliment, is sticking his ass in your face. Yeah. Nice ring piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yum in my tongue. What a joy it was to talk to Paul. Follow him on social media. He's on there at Pirate Moustache is what he's better known as on social media. And see him perform in Roleplay Gourmet at the Vault Festival and at Nightmare Live uh, at the King's Place, both early next year. Um, and he's so brilliant. Also, in the meantime, um, why don't you uh, have a look at his Roleplay Gourmet blog? We have Hoovering Lives coming up, both in Thirsk as the Podcast Social Club on the 23rd of November and then in Leicester on the 9th of February. So come along, come, come, come. Um, also, if you want to be my patron, look at patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering Pod and see all the cool stuff and prepare to swap for your hard earned cash from as little as $2 a month as well. Follow the podcast on social media at the Hoovering Pod. It has a life of its own. Follow me if you like. 
week at Jessica Foster Q. If you want to send me something longer than a tweet uh, and look up my live dates, including all the hoovering lives and the hench tour dates, then go to my website, jessicafosterq.com. Anything in the podcast takes your interest, you want to know more about it, I write comprehensive podcast notes for every episode. So go to the Acast page where the episode is streamed from and um, there's most likely going to be a link to... Um, Every, everything and anything that, that's linkable to that we mentioned in the podcast today. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.